Let's drop the green flag on this episode of the Talent Tank Podcast with your host, Wyatt Pemberton, bringing you the best, fastest, most knowledgeable personalities in Ultra 4 and off-road racing. Here we are, King of the Hammers 2020, sitting down with last year, the 2019 winner of the T1 race. We've got Luke McMillan with us and his much handsomer older brother, Dan McMillan. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, having for having us. us. Man, such short notice to get you guys on. Luckily, we have this uh, amazing common uh, friendship with a guy named Caleb Norman who is behind the camera over there. For sure. Yeah, I know Caleb's awesome, and we really appreciate him throwing this out to us and cool opportunity to sit down and talk to you about off-road racing and you guys just had an amazing video just drop last week yeah some guy named caleb norman put it together he oh did. he's right there yeah that guy right there <laughs> yeah did. him and his team did a great job and uh along with caleb and his team we had daniel shekelberg who does a lot of uh, still photos for us he did a fantastic job but just the whole team um on both still and video did a fantastic job and I just can't thank them enough for all their hard work and all the hours waiting around for us to get the trucks ready to go testing and you know all the things we had to change on the trucks to get them get them here. Thank you for the those guys. It was you know uh, showcasing four wheel parts for WP. Yeah, and showcasing your your truck and Dan's new truck, right? Yeah, no, it showcased both trucks. I think the big news was you know like you said four WP on the side of it, which is totally new to the family. If anyone knows a McMillan truck, it's got a big blue M on the side of it. You know, that's so right. That's, it's been uh, the trucks have had the same look to them for quite a quite a long time, and so throwing that was a pretty big curveball to everyone. And I think that was a pretty exciting announcement. It's a very sexy livery. <laughs> Thank it you. really is. They, the trucks look good. It doesn't look as good as the Serapis truck with the claw, the <laughs> white claw with the white and the prism. But you know, it's up there. White claw? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's sponsored by White Claw. Oh, did they get, yeah, they that, haven't announced that, that yet. I don't think. No. I saw the truck roll through Hammertown and just started looking and like, that's genius. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, for years they had the Corona truck and, all, and then they had the Coors truck and all that. So stick, white, stick with the drinks. The claws the law nowadays. The <laughs> <laughs> right. It is. So you guys are, you guys race out of Southern California, San Diego and very well known South of the border in score a couple, you know, there's a lot of Baja thousand winners and lineage in your family. Yep. And you guys are each uh, third generation racers. Yep, third generation. Corky, grandpa. Corky, the grandpa, the top of the food chain, and then Mark and Scott, which Mark is our dad. Scott's our uncle, and that's and, Andy's dad, right? And that's Andy's dad, yep. and then our dad is Mark. So we're brothers, and Andy's our cousin, which gets kind of gets foggy as the as the kind falls bl- down the tree, but um, kind of blurry. <laughs> it, people get us a little bit mixed up sometimes, but it's getting better, I think. But you guys, you guys, uh, you know, better drivers than Andy. Yeah, right? but he's yeah, just, by far. He just has more miles. He's all show. It's, he's all show. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, he's we're a great see driver. Where that lays out. We're gonna definitely gonna see where that lays out this week. And what made you guys? What made McMillan Motorsports, McMillan Racing, both sides show up to this race last year for the Thursday race? What was the the big money? Of course, you know. Oh, but the check? Yeah, no, not necessarily. I mean, the big money was one thing because we want to, you know, progress the sport, and I think that was pretty cool for Toyo to put that up and uh, actually have us go race for something that counts. But other than that, you know, just it being only T one trucks and uh, a new event with the uh, exposure Dave gets, and that's really a big part of it is exposure he can get at this race. I mean, the video coverage, the live coverage, and you know, I had people last year text me after the race that you know kids from high school and kids that i you know i haven't talked to in a long time and family friends and stuff say wow for the first time ever i actually got to see you race luckily we won it but it was that was pretty cool 
Yeah. So I know it's a $100,000 payday, but it costs, it's a significant, it's not an insignificant number to unload that truck off the trailer. It's 60 grand. Uh, I don't know how much it is per time, every time we unload it, but before it goes to a race, it's... It's a chunk. It's brand new. It's a chunk. Yeah. It's a brand well, new chunk, a chunk of cash. But the hundred thousand dollars cost on that one. That's yeah. a sunk at, right. sunk asset cost. Yeah. That was my dad's joke for a long time. Is you know, man, the the money we went at these races was enough to cover you know the cocktails and ice. That and was his, that was his famous joke forever. I've heard you say that last I heard you year say on the roof. Year, right? I told him, I said, hey, this this is a lot of ice. This is a lot of ice. Well, I think uh, you you certainly came out and put a put a target on your back for this year. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. You know, everyone wants to win it, and I'd love to take it two years in a row since we got the inaugural, and I'd like to go two years in a row and own this race. You know, it's it's the best of the best, and that's that's really exciting. Now, I know that there was a lot of miscommunication in the Lofton camp last year in the fact that uh, Justin and Wayne Israelson, Alltech Wayne, they didn't even they didn't know you were in front of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually haven't heard that yet. That's yeah. interesting. They would have, uh, if listened to them, they would have pushed harder knowing they didn't know that they had a truck in front of them. Yeah. Well, that's funny. They actually, uh, I think they landed, did they get second or they third? Second. They, they second. I, I know App Valley was right there as well. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that is funny. That is funny. Well, I so, didn't know so that. So you had that conversation. Actually, Justin just pulled in here. Oh, did he? You saw that. Um, but so, yeah, what was the, 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 I guess, the crescendo of making you guys say, we're going to do this, we're going to step out to this T1 race? Was that? I I think it was the money, but I think it's just the the way Dave listens to his racers. I think being able to get you know last year there was about twenty five of us. This year that number is about cut in half. But I think it's just getting all of us drivers together and him saying what do you guys want and him being able to to listen to us and to execute that and to put that on in you know in reality makes us all wanted to come back for to for the second year because we saw he got us all together the morning of the race or morning of qualifying or the day before I forget what it was and said hey what do you guys want to do what's your what's the group decision and we all decided on something and we stuck to it and I think the combination of that with Dave but also the, just a new audience up here us being able to go 120 130 miles an hour in front of a new audience that doesn't get to go down to Baja and watch us there's a lot of people here that have never seen a trophy truck at speed absolutely and they've only seen ultra fours which haul ass by the way, but we're going a different speed in a different terrain. I think that opens their eyes quite a bit. So the audience and Dave Cole and the live coverage and on top of that, the cash is really, really sweet. What I see is it is the best of the best from the T1 world. You guys are, if this weekend is, if this Thursday is 14 guys, it is the best of the best. It is, Absolutely. as we were talking to uh, Fish Farner uh, earlier, Fish Dude, Fish Dude said of the guys that are here, they've all won events in the last three years. They've they are all contenders. There's no dark horses in the field. There's it could be anyone's race at any time. No one wants to show up to a race where they're <laughs> they're, they're a shoe in, right? You want competition because you want bragging rights at the end that I beat the best of the best. I am the best of the best, like you were last year. Yeah, absolutely. No, that the best of the best are here. You know, we've, we enter races where there's, wow, there's 40 trophy trucks. Wow. There's 50 or 60. And I could pick out probably the 10 guys that are probably going to win, you know, and those names consist of McCachran, Menzies, um, Cameron Steele and my brother and my cousin. And so, yeah, it's absolutely the or best. You're the there best. With, you know, if Jason Voss is in the mix or Justin Lofton's in the mix, which we do have Lofton here. I, we do have Lofton. Yeah. I do think that there's two more guys to sweeten the deal. I think Jason Voss and Robbie Gordon, here would be really really sweet just because you know when Robbie shows up it's just a circus he puts again. on a great show he puts on a great show he comes by he screams that thing just is so loud it's a great show for about 20 miles it's a, it's a great <laughs> it's, awesome. it's a great show for about half a lap but um you know I think I think getting Jason Voss out here would be really really nice and that would make us an ultimate race for the for the T1 uh, championship I think this crowd would do very well by seeing 
the Voss livery show up on the lake bed I think and, so too. and do what it does. They've been they've been the people to beat stateside racing. And now you go to Mexico and he's had a lot of success in the other seat and mm-hmm. also driving south of the border. So that's that's been pretty cool to see Voss have success there too. But they're stateside yeah. racers, right? Absolutely. Jason Voss, his his entire team is very unique. They're different than a lot of us, and they, you know, they're from Northern California, and they kind of stay up there. They're in their own world, kind of, and keep to themselves. They show up to races, and they they're heavy hitters for sure. <laughs> yeah. So McMillan out here on the lake bed, you guys bring it all. You guys, what day did you guys get here? We we came up last Thursday night because the course opened last Thursday, pre-run Friday and Saturday. Went home Saturday night, watched the Super Bowl, right, and then came back up Monday morning, bright and early, pre-ran. Monday, Tuesday, and uh, now we're here on Wednesday getting ready to race tomorrow. And you feel good about the course? I do feel good. I think it's, you know, not a lot of lines. You know, Dave keeps a tight ship up here. There's no real creativity. There is some creativity out there, but I think knowing the course and knowing those those rises that you can't see and all those hidden rocks, I think you just got to know where those are at and be patient. I think uh, we've got great tires. I think our tires are going to be really good for this race. Um it's su- it's super rocky. It is so rocky. Last year was rocky, and I think Dave might have heard that. Oh, it was it was a good race, but it was easy. You know, it wasn't that hard. Well, he's going to go backwards this year, so we're going up back up some big hills, and it's just nasty. He out has there. the ability to do that. He and JT Taylor and company d- designing the course. Yeah, they have the ability to to eke that out. Hopefully, you know, the UTV race that was earlier in the week. I think next year they'll really have it in for the UTV guys because they came back in four hours and that was a little bit too fast. <laughs> right. No, I think that for sure that's what Dave does. He wants to push the envelope on how tough the race can be and he definitely stepped it up this year, no doubt. So do you believe, uh, looking at the course now and technology and where technology is now, does this course favor the all-wheel drive trucks? Because one of you has one and one of you doesn't. Yeah, I'm in the two-wheel drive. Um, there's no doubt the four-wheel drives are faster. I've driven them and you know the biggest thing is is the reliability. And that, that's really one of the, the key element to any desert race is, you know, anyone can get behind the wheel and put their foot down and go fast. The all-wheel drives are very fast, but they have twice as many parts to break. And that's that's one thing to keep in mind. And uh, the two-wheel drives have developed over the last few years into being very proven vehicles so right. we can push them. So there's no doubt if we're going to keep up in a two-wheel drive, we're, we're going to be on the gas all day. And Luke says this. And we all full know well, he has an all-wheel drive truck coming. He has one <laughs> yes. ordered. It is coming. So you've done the cost-benefit analysis in your head, at least at, at there's, a bare the, minimum. The, there's no cost-benefit analysis <laughs> in this sport. No, no. <laughs> the cost and the money and what we're spending we're, makes zero sense. And you know that. Uh, well, come on. I, mean, I, I guess I should rephrase <laughs> We that. joke the, about how much the prize money pays for just our cocktails yeah. and our ice. But you know, <laughs> it's a lot of cocktails after I, the race. I should have rephrased it as the, uh, I guess... The compromise cost in there, so you have to yeah. make some compromises in a four-wheel right. drive yeah. and compromises in a two-wheel drive, and you've done the analysis to say, I am okay with those compromises that the four-wheel drive is going to, you know, it, it is more, uh, it's faster, but it's a lot more complicated. There's a lot more things that could break. There's a lot more things that could go wrong. Yeah. So you you guys have obviously done the benefit analysis in your head of, okay, I'm cool with that. Yep. I'm taking that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that goes all the way down to the root, you know, all the way down to the team and the guys prepping it in the shop and uh, the team you have behind you to help develop those trucks. And uh, I think I think we had the right team on our side to, to really make them work and, and step it up, you know, not just one step up, but two. So has that changed your the prep in the shop guys learning, having to learn new things and learn how to prep the truck in this fashion and learn the way it wears out differently? 
this is probably a Dan question even. Yeah, uh, I the, think the four-wheel drive wears differently. It, it definitely has more. I don't know if it wears differently. I think it just has more parts and just it's just a whole different ball game. There's a lot more going on. You've got a T case, a front diff. You've got everything's different about these trucks. Even the wheels of the offsets and stuff. So as far we got great guys in our shop and they're learning it uh, pretty quick. But I, I just think. Um, over time, they're going to become faster. I think that time is in the, in the next year or two. But I think we need to be ahead of that curve before everyone gets them. And, and yeah, technology has came you know leaps and bounds since 2008, 2009, 2010 when this event really started hitting its strides. To what we saw by 2015, what where tech was, and now you guys, it's crossed over and it's bled mm-hmm. over, and you guys have embraced and ran with it. Yeah. 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 I think the four wheel drive thing is, is unique because I think a lot of people wrote it off when the Herps couldn't figure it out back in the early 2000s. They kind of said, oh, if the Herps can't figure it out, no one can. And I think that kind of uh, lit a spark under Neil and Robert Mason's ass. And they said, okay, I think we can make it work. And it set up a false hurdle. And I think so. I think a lot of people said, oh, those, those aren't reliable, which, which they're not 100% proven yet. But I think once they are in the very, very near future, they're going to be unstoppable. And to the point where people are talking about splitting the class, which I don't think they should because I got one and they and most people don't. So, um, I think I think they're game changers for sure. And like Luke was saying, they're fast. I mean, is, does this course suit it? There's a lot of sand, but there's a lot of rocks and there's a lot of things that, you know, my diff is under my ass. It's not centered with the truck, so I got to remember that. It's not like my two-wheel drive where the front diff is right in the middle. So now I have to keep in mind that, oh, I, it's right under me as the driver. So... So hopefully, don't, don't put a rock there. hopefully tomorrow I can you know put put the brain and right foot together on the same page and and get them synced. So um, and it's so fast you go from zero to sixty much faster in a two wheel drive. So your your speed just the, the it's deceivingly fast is what it is. Well, I think you exactly are segueing into my next question for you is how much has your driving style evolved with the transition to this new? I, I don't think my driving style has changed so much. I've always been pretty conservative and pretty easy on equipment i think i'm just going faster if you look if you look at my gps or the ground speed i'm going faster i just doesn't feel like it because the front's on the ground it the truck just stays on the ground planet on a two-wheel drive when you're when you're hauling ass the hood's dancing the, 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 the hood's coming up the hood's lifting i think the that's four-wheel drive man. it's on the ground so you're like oh i don't think i'm going that fast i'm doing probably 70 you look down you're doing about 100 and i took it out for a, a, a lap yesterday and i was like i felt like i was cruising at like half throttle and i was doing about 95 100 so it doesn't, you just have to remember that you're going faster than it feels. So I think for me as a driver, I think it's going to be a good truck for me. No, I think for sure that him being consistent, like he said, and kind of mellowing it out a little bit, is going to be a good combination with the all-wheel drive. Because it's already faster. You know, you got a guy like Menzies, uh, you could put him in a go-kart and he's going to send it. I mean, that guy is just outright fast. He is. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, no matter what, you know, it's just fast. Uh, but Dan's conservative and I think that combined with the speed of the all-wheel drive is going to be deadly but i think that's cool you guys have grown up desert racing i don't know that you even had you know being third generation racers i don't think that you guys ever had a choice not to be desert racers <laughs> so it's it's certainly in your blood but do you believe it's uh over all these years of all your racing all your years that it's finally culminated where your eyes and brain process that you've been able to play at the speed that you're able to play at you can't just take a guy off the street and throw him in your truck and say go 100 through these rocks it just doesn't work that way yeah you, you can't i mean but with the beauty of trophy truck racing is you you know anyone can get in these they things could, and go they, they can. but they can hurt themselves and i think at, we're at a, at a point in our in our racing career that people are seeing the the speed and consistency and how you know not to toot our own horn but the mcmillan's how fast we really are and how smooth we really are and i think people are seeing that you know we got new partners this year that we're excited about so i think everything everything we've learned from the buggies to the trucks two-wheel drives going into the four-wheel drives it's all it's all building up into uh, i think a pretty cool next few years where we're going to start dominating 
can we see, can we look forward to see you guys racing more here stateside? And I don't mean necessarily bringing your T1s up here, but is something in the 4400 class something that you see the McMillan's I watched some of those to? guys qualifying the other day. I, I don't think I can do that. Those guys are nuts. Those guys are flying. And I've seen some videos of, of the, the Campbells and Jason Shearer and these guys. And, man, they're hitting those rock, these rocks so fast. I <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could hang with them. I could probably do it, but I would want to win and I wouldn't want to do well. And I just, it'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be a hell of an experience. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. You don't know. Those guys well, are gnarly. You, well, you did mention earlier that you have a, a fan base. It's like it's so cool to see you guys race stateside and be able to come up here and see people that you went to high school with, went to college with, and or, or recreate with. To them to be able to see you here and not have to go to Baja. I'm just telling you, I think you guys have the skill set and the mindset and the eyesight and the way the McMillan family attacks problems and attacks opportunities and attacks adversity. That it really looks like a good fit to see you guys branch out into this. And if you're already prepping four wheel drives, your shop's already set up for it now. It's just a matter of wrapping your head around crawling up. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think f- for me personally, I think I, I'm pretty creative when it comes to making lines down in Baja, legal lines. Let me mind that. But you know, the creativity of, of what we can do down in Baja, I think maybe that might reflect more on me in the 4400 if I were to do it. Just getting creative with the rocks. But I've seen again photos and videos, and I don't know. There's only one way to go most of those times. So. Um, I think for us, it might be an interesting learning curve, especially maybe taking some of the things we would learn from 4400 into the all-wheel drive eventually. But I think they're just so polar opposite. I don't think, I don't know. That's an interesting question. No one's asked me if I've ever raced 4400 or if, if I ever would. Well, hey, we got a, a soundbite of it now. So yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone wants to rent me their 4400 to go beat up. Maybe Luke, too. Maybe they got two of them. Well, I think there's some opportunities between the way Dave has and JT and company that, that they have laid out a desert lap and then rock laps that you would bring in somebody like what we saw in the EMC race where Cam Steele ran mm-hmm. the desert loop with Bailey Cole and then Bailey was to run the, the rock laps. Maybe that would be a place to get your, your, your toes wet. Yeah, definitely. I think if I were to do this, um, start maybe doing more rock events, I would start with a UTV class because just because it's a little bit, a little bit cheaper on the budget, just to go out there and learn and get my get my feet wet. But then I have to start doing like an Everyman Challenge or something. I think Rob McCachran did. Um, did the ultra four race one year and i think he did pretty good i think that experience Rob raced multiple years yeah, yeah quite a few years and he I think was actually he did, out here he he'd come out here and practice regularly and then uh he had all tech wayne wayne israelson mm-hmm. uh as his co-driver on several events yeah. too rob did very well as a as a crossover guy and i know like uh cam Steele. they talk about you know cam he's you know oh he can't cross over he can't cross. cam Steele was here in 2008 racing this this event so mm-hmm. cameron he has been involved in ultra four and king the hammers all along but he's known as a as a t1 guy mm-hmm. it's interesting well i cover everything uh we could fit in for you guys in this short little stint or did Luke, you have uh, no. any discussion about how uh, how the target on your back in uh, two-wheel drive and how you are going to fiercely defend your uh, that check that's yours? No, absolutely. I'm going to do my best. And uh, like I said, I think it's just running a consistent lap and having no downtime, no flat tires is what's going to win it. All-wheel drive, two-wheel drive. Um, when it comes down to it, you're just going to have no issues and keep moving. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you in a four-wheel drive. I really do. <laughs> well, timeline well, on this guy's going to be fast in a four-wheel drive. I mean, it's already making me look better than I probably am. <laughs> I mean, yesterday I was driving, like, yeah, I feel I feel like a badass for once in my life. But I think Luke's going to be real fast in his four-wheel drive. I think I think like we've like I've said a hundred times already, they're just deceivingly fast, and you're going faster than you feel, and it, it, it could play mind games on you. But I think once you get past that, you realize how fast you're going. Then then you're you're cruising it at race speed, and that's weird to think, but. 
these things are so fast. It's a combination, I think, of the all-wheel drive, the mid-engine, and the big block. I mean, all three of those things make the truck, the balance of it and how it how it hits things and the speed, it's just and the you, weapon. You said your driving style didn't change much, but I can still listen to you talk. I can tell that you've changed. Like, your brain has made that to keep my speed i can kind of hug the inside and get back on it and it's back up to up to speed a lot quicker than the two-wheel drive but i mean i was pretty conservative in the two-wheel drive and i think that's going to be good in the four-wheel drive absolutely i i don't know who my money's on for this race fish says it needs to be on your cousin oh yeah he always says he always says that (laughs) (laughs) well hey I didn't have an avenue to reach out to uh some t1 guys caleb norman thank you caleb for setting this up Guys, thank you for agreeing to come out and sit down on the talent tank and just kind of BS in general about what it means to for you guys to come north of the border. Come, you know, I know you're out of place in San Diego, but you guys predominantly race score and to come out here on this Thursday for this Thursday event and be who you are, the best of the best, and go stand with the best of the best and race with the best of the best. And when the green flag drops, you guys are some of the best drivers in the world. We're going to find out who gets to take a check home like Luke did last year. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully it's Luke again. Did, did they give you the big check? Like They did. The, it got yeah, locked you in a trailer the bank the teller's line, face but... when Luke walked in the Bank of America with it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'd like to check this, please, or cash this, please. I think, Dan, I think you need to get one. Uh, that'd be nice. Or maybe we can just run a Xerox of it. We'll run a Xerox of Luke's <laughs> take a Xerox like, of it. T- tape over. I would love a big check. I, I, I'd throw a big party. It wouldn't. Co- the check wouldn't cover it, but no. I think I w- it would get us you know, halfway there. Well, thank you guys for coming on, and good luck in your races in the next day. I really appreciate you guys sitting down with me. Really appreciate you sitting down for uh, here in Johnson Valley and talking about Ultra 4 Racing. And thank you guys for bringing your uh, your trucks out to this race and laying it on the line and proving, you know, proving yourselves time and time again for bragging rights. For sure. Yeah, thank Thanks you for, for having us. us. Appreciate it. Awesome. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. All right. We're out. Thank you for listening and taking a dive into The Talent Tank. Please like and subscribe on Instagram at The Talent Tank or our website, thetalenttank.com.